0: Welcome to a Skin Depth Convo. I'm Anna Kagaraikis. This is a show focused on inspiring and educating those in the skincare and beauty industry. Now, June is Acne Awareness Month. Acne is one of the most common inflammatory disorders that afflicts the skin, but it is also one of the most difficult to treat. To discuss, we have our expert hosts, part of the founders of Lyra Clinical, Metaxia Delicus and Francine Kagaraikis. Also joining us to help us navigate proper care for acne and talk about her own experiences, we welcome in Morgan Cameron, owner of Enlightened Beauty in Sacramento, California, and brand ambassador for Lyra Clinical. Thanks for joining us today, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me.
1: I am so excited to talk about my favorite skin condition.
2: <laughs> we had the great opportunity to go visit Morgan about a couple of weeks ago. And that was an experience. It was beautiful. I felt, oh my God, I felt like I was in a totally different element. It's beautiful. Her staff, just the warmth that I felt. I was really, really proud of you and what you've done with that um, location. It's beautiful, Morgan.
3: We enjoyed ourselves very, very much. And I loved going into your treatment room where I saw the different moon phases that was very interesting. And yeah. <laughs> I love learning about the moon and seeing that the different phases of life are actually part of aesthetics.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it was such a pleasure for you guys to come and see, you know, basically my blood, sweat, and tears and where Lyra has like aided me in my the aesthetics world and what I've been able to create. So yeah, it was amazing to have you guys there.
0: Well, you have an incredible location. Everything you do is absolutely wonderful. But how did you first off get into aesthetics? So I actually
1: was a makeup artist years ago, you know, just kind of on accident. I was working for Bare Minerals and as I was doing makeup, I had a lot of young girls in high school because, you know, almost a decade ago, Bare Minerals was the acne safe makeup or the clean makeup. And so I had a lot of young women who were dealing with skin conditions. And that was like my first intro to understanding that there are people who are dealing with with skin conditions because, you know, Fortunately for me, I haven't really experienced you know grade three or four acne firsthand. I've had you know a breakout here or there, but that was kind of the window in in understanding or kind of seeing what other people are going through in regards to their skin. And when I was nineteen, even before that, I looked up how to be an esthetician because of my you know minimal experience I had when I was sixteen, like getting my eyebrows waxed or you know little something here or there, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Once I left uh Bare Minerals, I was, you know, working full-time in other places and, but aesthetics was always in the back of my mind. And it wasn't really until like six, seven years later that I finally was like, you know, the job that I'm in just isn't for me. I was in an office, And that just didn't fit my personality. And so I finally went to esthetician school when I was 26 or 27. And so that's kind of what led me here.
2: Well, I have to tell you, every esthetician out there has a specialty. And obviously yours is acne. Why did you gravitate to acne? What was the passion behind that?
1: I think acne kind of just like gravitated towards me. I remember when I started as an esthetician, you know, working four different jobs, not understanding like, oh, you can just get a full-time job and be fully booked. Like that's not how it works. And I was treating all skin conditions and and trying to understand Lyra because I specifically found a spa in Roseville that was using Lyra because of my experience with it in school and on myself. And then a couple of years later, I finally opened my own place, my own solo salon in Sacramento. Sacramento. And I remember like walking into this little room thinking, Oh, I can do this. I can do this. And I, you know, got my whole Lira line and got everything set up. And one of my first couple of clients were acne clients. And I was like, okay, you know, I I took all the PO classes and I think acne is such a a visible transformation and that people really, you know, transform internally when they're healed, when their acne heals. I just kind of became like what people were were gravitating to me towards, you know, I use spirituality, not religion, basically all religions is how I see spirituality in my practice. And I think that spoke to a lot of people and kind of understanding, like thinking of it more of a holistic approach is what I was trying to do. And, you know, talking about exercise and diet and those kinds of things. So acne really found me. And now I'm like, sadly, like, I don't want people to have acne, but if you do, I'm excited for you to come in. Like, (laughs) let me, let me let me be the one, you know, to take care of you. So acne found me.
3: I like what you said about healing them because you probably trained them how to take care of their skin because being that acne is a disorder in the follicle, and you actually have to clean it out and you have to exfoliate, they need to understand what they need to do. So you do so many different things. What is the first biggest misconception about acne when somebody comes in?
1: You know, I've seen this posted by a lot of estheticians a lot. And it, you know, doesn't irritate me. It sounds aggressive, but it's annoying. It says acne can't be healed. It can only be treated, which I think is total BS because I think you can heal acne. And I don't think it's something that has to be reoccurring. I would say that is the biggest misconception. Like acne can absolutely be healed. And it's not just with skincare. It is like with how you take care of your like mind, body, soul, right? It all works together. I say a lot to like the yoga effect is like when you start doing yoga and then you're drinking more green juice and then you drink less alcohol. And like, there's kind of this yoga effect once you start doing yoga. And I feel that way when you are a client at Enlightened Beauty, it's like getting set up on a regimen is like the first step. It's like the yoga that gets you kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm taking care of myself. I spend X amount of time in the morning and at night, and then I'm coming in for treatments and I'm setting aside that time. And like, I'm invested in it. So naturally you're like, well, you know, I don't want to drink 20 drinks tonight and like not wash my face or, you know, damage, maybe, you know, affect my organs. And then my body isn't working properly. And then it just kind of spirals. I think acne can be cured for sure. That's
3: something that we always talk about is there's many factors with acne, what you eat, how stressed you are, right. such as adult acne. And that's something that's very popular right now, doing, being that many people are very stressed out. Uh-huh. So are you seeing more people coming in with adult acne?
1: Yeah, I see. I mean, I'm seeing acne All the time, you know, right now, I think like my practice is really catered to a younger demographic right now, only because maybe like social media, like how I've kind of created that. Most of the time, my clients are young, which I like, because, you know, we're kind of training the next generation. I mean, don't get me wrong, I definitely have people who have adult acne, but most of my clients are much younger, but I can say as far as as the fact that some of these people are so young and they should be their healthiest and their, you know, least amount of stress is when you're 19. And if you have been breaking out since you know, you're 16, you can't get under control. And I think that that is like a huge deal as well. Like adult acne that you can't manage. And then this extreme, like young acne, you can't manage, like what is happening in society as, as a whole?
3: No, that's true. When I was young, I thought I got away from acne I mean, I was very lucky because some of my friends had acne, but what happened when I was in my twenties and thirties, I noticed I started getting more and more breakout. And what I see here is stress does activate hormones. And this, effect shows up on your skin. Just because you get over 21, acne is not done. You now have to deal with stress acne, which I call adult acne, and knowing what products to use, knowing how to change products when it happens becomes very important, and knowing what treatments to ask for. So it's great to know that there are people like you out there who are able to guide people to know how to deal with adult acne, how to deal with the disorder of acne, and how they're similar, but yet different. For me,
2: I had the acne, the teenage acne, Fran didn't. And I found that for me, the passion of skincare was because of the oiliness of my skin, thinking that I couldn't put oils on my skin, the larger pores. It was just, I had to deal with a little bit different situation because younger I had acne. And as I got older, realizing that I could do something more and kind of balance my skin, that was an experience for me. But if someone's going to come to your clinic, what would be your favorite Lyra peel to go to treat acne as an introduction or a favorite of yours?
1: Yeah, I would say, you know, as an introduction, I think sal, you know, the sal pulp would be my go-to. I think it delivers like beautiful results, just even if it's just the one layer, maybe a retinol seal, and that will definitely help calm down inflammation. But after the introduction, I would say using beta sal and retinol together in like a layered form would probably be my next step. I really like using beta and sal together. And, you know, that retinal seal just seals everything in and kind of gives that skin like an extra oomph of peel. (laughs) And my clients love to peel they're like, Oh, I'll get a call. My skin isn't peeling. And I'm like, it's okay. Give it some time. Or just because it doesn't peel doesn't mean that your skin is not like accepting the acids and the peptides and the plant stem cells. So I love that retinol seal because it gives you that for sure, that peeling effect that people are really after. But I would say beta sal and retinol together or separate are definitely my favorite peels for treating acne.
2: Well, it's funny because every class that I've taught, I would say that if I had only one peel to go to, only one to pick, salicylic would be my ingredient because mm-hmm. when delivered on the skin, it does so many different things. So it's funny, I love that. If I only had yeah. one choice, I love them all, but that one choice yes. would be the salicylic.
0: Absolutely. I, I got to ask you too. So kind of going back to the misconceptions you talk about, when it comes to things like putting on moisturizers on your skin, like one of the products that you like to use is bio caviar cream. What's something that's a hard misconception for people with acne to kind of deal with because they might get nervous about putting a product like a heavy cream on their face.
1: Yeah, you know, I just made a really funny reel the other day and part of the reel says, I'm breaking out so I don't moisturize. And then, you know, the next slide is I don't moisturize. So I'm breaking out. Right. And it's like this cycle back and forth, back and forth. And I think that like Metaxia had said, growing up, the thought is I'm breaking out of oily skin. I have enough oil, right. When really I feel the issue is just the pH is out of balance. And so if you continue to hydrate acneic skin, your skin won't produce oil right? Because it's 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 an organ and it's smart and all you have to do is give it what it needs. So if you are hydrating your skin, your skin will go, oh, okay, I'm good. I don't need to overproduce oil to bring my skin back down to that acidic state that I'm trying to achieve. And so when you have acne, you're like, oh, I need sal and benzol and absolutely no oil. And then we just strip the skin and the pH sits really high continuously. And then you're just in a, in a bad cycle. If you have acne, don't be afraid of the hydration, the caviar cream, the oil, Beauty oil, I use it every single one of my clients for sure is on beauty oil. You know, if you have acne 1000%, they're using beauty oil, like there's no other that doesn't mean that they're also using balancing lotion, of course, during the day or but beauty oil at night, every single client caviar cream, if even if you know, one of my transformations that we talked about years ago, I think it was like December or November of 2020, when we did our first acne podcast, I talked about, you know, using caviar cream on even really, really intense oily cystic acne. And I think part of that is because I am aggressive at home, right? So my home care is balanced, but you know, we use that retinol cream when clarifying treatment. And so the skin needs that extra hydration. If you're, if you're using Those kinds of products. And then in the treatment room, I feel comfortable knowing that you have things like caviar cream and beauty oil at home. So that way I can be, you know, a little bit more layered with my peels because that you're going to have your oil, your caviar cream, and your recovery balm, and the skin is going to heal properly. So I use all of them on my acne clients. And I think, how do you get your client to use it? Just being really passionate about what you do and like believing in what you're saying. Right. I feel like that comes across. Like I'm not ever trying to like sell my clients something that they don't need. And then just like educating. I always have my clients come in for a consultation first. And during that 30 minutes, I get them set up on their home care and I explain to them, hey, this is what's happening to your skin. I have them fill out the Lyra client intake forms where it says like, what are you using at home? What are you this? And I go over the whole form and I'm like, hey, this is what you're using. This is why it's happening. This is, you know, these are the mistakes that you're making. So finally at the end they're like hey whatever you say i'm going to do because i've been doing it this way for so long that my before and after speak for themselves but i also i understand the skin at this point almost doing skin for 10 years and like i've only used lyra so i know lyra so well and i know exactly what it's going to do for certain people so just being really educated if you're an aesthetician like it's a new generation and i feel like so some people in this new generation think like, oh, let me get out there. I know everything. I watch TikTok. It's like, but that's, a, it's so different when you're in there, like touching somebody's skin. And, and there's been times where I've learned a lot, like along the way, like this client who'd normally do great with balancing lotion isn't let me just make a mental note like what is her background what is her Fitzpatrick type and then I'll adjust it moving forward and those are things that you just don't know unless you've been doing it for a long time so you know if you are a newer esthetician or new to Lyra, don't buy one thing or one peel to be introduced to it you have to use it all and understand it all and how it all works together
3: Well, that's a great part because with Lyra, in-clinic treatments are very important. It jumpstarts, it corrects, it starts the process. Home care also is paired and we love that. But home treatments, you just brought that up as you're using the retinol cream. ProPads is another one. Uh There's a place to do treatments also at home to keep that correction going and as you're doing home care at the same time. So it sounds like you're putting all three together in all of your treatments.
2: It's funny that you say that, friend, because people assume it's easy. People assume by getting going through a physician school and getting your license, it becomes easy. And that's what I learned having lunch with you when we had lunch when we came to Sacramento. There's been challenges in all of our lives. And we were talking about our life experiences and going through challenges and, and not giving up and that's what I got from you, you didn't give up. If there was an opportunity to fix something, you were there, but if it didn't work, you didn't say it's not going to work. It's not one peel that's going to fix it. It's challenging, learning, experiencing, sharing. I think learning from you and what I saw from you is you don't give up. It's a journey, and it's not just appeal, and it's not just home care. It's the whole thing of diet, exercise, stress level. It's more, and it's your experience in life that makes you successful in your life, but also in your business. And that's something important that we should share. It's not a quick fix. Our life is not just a one and done kind of situation. We are experiencing things. And that's why I think people gravitate to you and you're doing a really good job changing the mindset of the public that you can't put oil on oily skin, or you you can't do this, or you can't do that. You've actually are changing it. And we're getting people from all over the world following you and sharing your knowledge, your accomplishments is definitely people are noticing. And we're proud that you're with the Lyra team because that's what Lyra's message is. That's what we want to come out in the industry. You just don't want to be a skincare line that just offers a cleanser and a serum and a sunscreen. There's more depth to what we do. And the depth is having people like you, having
3: team approach. I'm just really, really fortunate that you're part of our team. And one size does not fit all. And I love what you said. Sometimes one product does not work the way it works on everybody else. Mm -hmm. So you need to find the product that works. There's certain things that work. Let's say the (laughs) ice lines are not doing what you need to do. You go to the pro line and oh, we're going to go into the bio line because as you said, we have to balance it. We have to make sure that the skin is hydrated enough so it doesn't cause more oil. So these Mm -hmm. are things that people do have to understand. Is that there's a starting line that you have to start with, but there's a way to grow and customize to each particular client.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And thank you, Mataxia, for saying all of that earlier. I appreciate that. You know, it was it was so nice to connect with you guys on such like a deeper level, too, you know, because you know, I think that's important for relationships. But yeah. yes, I and Francine, and I definitely agree too that I think. You know, when you come from a background of challenges, like you kind of, you thrive off of it. If I have a client that has done one through 10 down the list to try to heal their skin and something doesn't work, I mean, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night going, well, I can't help you either. (laughs) I'm going to be like, I'm going to figure out how I can help you no matter what I have to do.
0: I think also you could tell, obviously you're talking about relationships between you guys, but also the relationship between you and a client is so important. And from what it sounds like, you connect really well with your clients. And how important is that relationship? Because this is a long-term thing. It's not a quick fix when it comes to dealing with acne. So what's your advice for people in developing those relationships and also saying that it's going to take a while, but you have to be patient.
1: So I think in order to have deep connections with other people, you have to have a deep connection with yourself. And throughout the years, I have spent a lot of time in therapy, journaling, going on yoga retreats you know doing yoga specifically for myself has done a wonders i've been doing it for over a decade now and i think we're always a work in progress but kind of understanding that i am not perfect and you know i am really good at self analysis or going Ooh, That wasn't, that was bad or being not even brutally honest, but like sharing like your feelings about how you felt about something in very positive ways. So the other person understands, oh, okay. You know, I'm not attacking, right? It's, it's, you are really sharing how you feel, but it's genuine and it's not victim mentality, right? It's like this fine line. Since opening enlightened beauty, I was doing all that work anyways. And then I was like kind of healing myself even more by like giving. Right. Like having that, that kind of back and forth with somebody where, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, Morgan, my skin is so much better or, oh my gosh, like I went on that date or, oh my God, I had that conversation that I didn't want to have with my parents. Or I started going to that therapist that you recommended or whatever it is. I feel like I have a, like a purpose you know, and I think when you feel really good about yourself and who you are, it's so easy to have these connections because it's so genuine. And I just really like love what I do. And like, I really mean what I say. And like, you can't fake that, you know, even if somebody wouldn't necessarily claim themselves as like an intuitive, but we read energy. You want to be a better human being for other people. You have to do the work. You have to do the work, the really hard work that nobody wants to do. You know, nobody wants to unbox it all.
2: It's funny, Morgan, you said something that's true. We teach that in our peel class. If you don't do the peel on yourself first, do don't yeah. you can't recommend it. When someone looks at you and says, what do you think? and you say, well, I've done it, I've experienced it, this is my experience, they trust you more. When you look at someone's eyes and said, I've been through some hard times, it's okay, therapy is not a problem. Being real and, and addressing it as a real life experience and being part of that experience, Also is important. And I think you share that with every client that walks in. Walking in your doors, I felt the love and I felt the aura of being in a safe zone, but a warm zone. So I think you offer what you've gone through as as far as success in your skincare and success in your lives. And it is, it is very similar to what you do in your practice.
3: It shows the healing energy that you have. I think that's what I felt. I agree with you. When we walked in, there's a healing energy there, but people feel it when you're in a room with one person and you're doing a skin analysis, you're understanding the person. So you're able to understand how to deal with them as one, not just their skin, whole body, mind, body, spirit, all in one. And I like your thought process of you take it as a whole and you work with them that way and you know how to deal with them at that point. And then they trust you. And when we're looking at all your before and afters, you obviously see that you give them back their self-confidence. So that is very big.
1: Yeah, it's it's like why, you know, I'll do it until my little hands break. I don't know, like (laughs) I just... I do. I really, really love what I do, you know, and if it wasn't aesthetics, it would be something else that was healing. It it would be something.
3: You're a healer. (laughs) You are a healer, but what's happening is you're starting with the skin. They're walking Mm -hmm. in with that first, but you've taken it a few steps further and whatever's going on inside does show up on the skin. So you're able to deal with them completely. So you're getting those results.
0: Exactly. Are, are there any stories that stick out to you? I mean, obviously, you've dealt with a lot of, uh, especially young people who had probably self confidence issues when they came in and then they yeah. feel like a whole new person when they leave. Are there any stories that stick out to you in your experience? You know, I,
1: when you say that, I think of like five, you know, maybe a few more than that, but they're all very powerful and all very profound in their all own way because it's, you know, obviously all acne. And it's all, not all, but some trauma-induced, right? So I think the ones that kind of like stick out to me too are like the ones that have gone through things as a child. And, and I think that is the, the most powerful thing is like understanding that there are people who have gone through, you know, way worse than me, right? Or other people, seeing them thrive after that, like coming into me and I'm, and they'll open up and they'll share a story and then I'll help guide them in ways that they can kind of fix that mental piece to it along with the skin at the same time. And so without, you know, saying anything particular, but I think like these traumatic stories, I would say maybe 99% of acne that maybe isn't genetically induced is possibly trauma induced you know, in a lot of ways too. So I know when a client comes in and they have very active and aggressive acne, like where they're at right then that moment and maybe where they might have been. You know, when I think about a lot of my girls who have come in for their transformations, you know, I just think of like that journey, the whole journey. I
3: like the word transformation. mm -hmm. See how you said that made a big difference. Just your approach transformation.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that visible transformation is something that's Mm -hmm. incredibly important. Now, another issue that we're dealing still with, unfortunately, all this time Mm -hmm. is maskne. You know, we've been wearing masks for the last few years. A lot of places have eased off the mask, but there are still Mm -hmm. places around the world where we still have to wear masks or people still choose to wear masks. So how do we still deal with mask knee at this time? Recovery
1: bomb. Like (laughs) I have, I have everyone who has to wear a mask, put recovery bomb on first. Like I have so many nurses. I have all kinds. I mostly nurses, I guess, if I'm thinking that have to wear masks all day. And so I have them put a light layer of recovery bomb. You know, I mentioned brushing your teeth like after a meal. So that bacteria isn't consistently in that mask. Most of the time they're changing their masks. Anyways, recovery bomb creates, you know a little bit of that occlusive barrier so that bacteria isn't just swarming in there as far as the friction I had one client in particular who had you know you've seen some of her her transformation too we're still working on her asked to use a different mask and at this point in where we are in the pandemic they allowed that because she these peels They should be considered like a medical procedure in a way, right? Like if they have aggressive acne and and they're getting peels and wearing masks all day, I've had one client who said, oh, they granted me to wear a different mask, one that like not the N95 that's so tight, you know, it still covers the face, but something a little bit less. And then she has to be tested more often for COVID. And I thought, well, that's, that sounds like a win-win, you know? I mean, if you, we can't eliminate the mask completely, if you can ask you know, the people that you work with, if there's another option, because if you're wearing that kind of mask with these types of treatments, it can one, make your skin worse or irritated or, you know, and that's not what we want either. That would be what I would suggest is just seeing if somebody who you're working for can switch it up and then using recovery balm and brushing your teeth after you eat is, you know, some good tips to try. Great tips. Great tips. I just wanted to ask you
3: one more thing. You deal with a lot of darker Fitzpatrick types. Do you have to deal with more brightening? Because like myself, I have a lot of pigment and when I have any trauma on my skin, I pigment instantly. Yeah. So do you deal a little more with darker Fitzpatrick's a little differently? Yeah,
1: yeah I definitely do. And I think, you know, for, for now and maybe forever, you know, before the girls peel anyone, that's like a Fitz five and higher, I have them just send me a picture and I just kind of tell them, Hey, let's just do this. It's all, always really slow and steady. Years ago, I bless her soul. She's one of my best friends, but I pigmented her a little bit on her chin by not totally understanding the peel or not knowing her, you know, and so I've been able to lighten it and it's gone now, but that really sticks out to me. So I will forever be so cautious. And I've even had, you know, some clients say, Hey, I kind of want to speed the process up on this. And I'm like, then maybe I'm just not the right esthetician for you because I <laughs> (laughs) can't like I'm not going to compromise what I'm going to do on your skin for like you know and maybe it works maybe it does but I don't want to risk it so in dealing with a darker Fitzpatrick I'm always real slow and steady because I am just extra cautious and even sometimes with the slow and steady we can get a a little pigment and then it's like okay well then we know what to do to correct it
2: the key thing is is that you are going to have challenges you're going to have sometimes more pigment that comes up in an area that for whatever reason, you manipulated more or it took in more of the product. I could give you an example, my daughter-in-law. And all of a sudden I was doing a class and I had her as a model and I kept manipulating uh, lactic with green power. And we were talking and took it off. Well, she got a nice little coin size hotspot. I felt terrible, but it happens. And what I could tell you from my experience for doing this a long time, as long as you respect that area, and take care of it and treat it it'll heal itself within if you don't acknowledge it and try to go back and treat it like everything else every area on the face you'll right. get pissed off and it'll be more irritated mm-hmm. right. and cause a hyperpigmentation sometimes hypo but 95 i would say close to 100% anything that can bring up more trauma after a treatment can be reversed with the proper post care right. of, of that area so we learn from that we're all going to have these situations come up we can't be afraid of them as long as we communicate and the education's there to support it
3: absolutely i do want to bring back the slow and steady if you don't mind because when people come in in this culture we're used to quick fixes Mm -hmm. yeah and Mm -hmm. how do you explain to them the process it's going to take to get to the point where they want to be
1: i mean i hear that i get the question basically every new client oh how long will it take And I always say, I get this question a lot and I say the same thing every time. I don't know. What I can tell you is that every treatment that we do, we're going to get a step closer. And then I explain to them, okay, so what are some things that can get in the way? You know, you not staying consistent, not coming in for your treatments, not wearing your sunscreen the way you're supposed to, you know, hormones, stress. You know the way you eat, right? So they understand that it's not just me, right? It's not just like you're going to come to me and I'm just going to wave my magic wand. You know, it's a group effort. And so whenever somebody asks me that, I know where their head is at, and I don't want them to ever think that this is just, you know, esthetician and you know, and you get to sit back and just do nothing, right? It's it's a group effort. You know, sometimes I'll give a range. I'm like, you know, sometimes it can take, you know, three months, and maybe it might take 36 months, maybe some. Somewhere in there <laughs> and they're like oh okay but I can tell you that with consistency on both of our parts we'll get there much faster so I just kind of educate them in in what to expect
3: and that's great your connection seems to make a big difference
1: yeah and I think that right like building that trust is really important And so if you have that trust they're gonna trust what you have to say and they're gonna believe you and and if you're genuine
2: But they believe you because you said every time they come, it's getting better. The results are also what Mm -hmm. you're saying. So it's not going to go away. It might take three months. It might take 12 months. But there is constantly a correction happening. There's a result that they see. Mm -hmm. And so they believe more and more because I can tell you, once you get a result, it's powerful. It's visual. And then all of a sudden they're supporting and coming back more and more and more. And and it's necessary sometimes to come back depending on the situation. But the results also talk for themselves. And I've seen the results right away with your work. I mean, you have results. Like from the first time you touch someone's skin.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that I think is even if it's just bringing down a little inflammation first, right? It doesn't have to be a huge change. They just know it's working.
0: Yeah, that's the key. And then what do you address first? Inflammation or congestion? Ooh, probably inflammation
1: because that is the most, you know, obvious And I think naturally focused on that first, you know, congestion will just follow because the the treatments are similar. If I have a client that's really inflamed and I can recognize like talking to them and understanding their lifestyle, that could be a lot of things that they're doing or their stress or things like that. You know, I'm really focused on that. You know, I had a virtual consultation recently with a young woman who's in uh, Southern California. I can tell trauma skin now. I can say to a client at this point, I can say the only thing that I can do for you, getting you set up on a regimen is the most loving I'm not using a single exfoliating product on you at all, because I can tell your breakout and your skin is trauma induced. And I'll say things like, do you have a good relationship with mother and father? Right. And then it's immediately, oh, I don't talk to them or, oh, this is happening. or Oh, that. Right. And so, and I always go back to mother and father, cause that's the foundation of our, who we are or grandmother, grandfather, but either way, that's still a mother, mother, father issue. If your grandparents raised you, right. So inflammation is definitely the focus
3: you're a skin yeah. intuitive. A yeah. skin intuitive. There we go.
1: Yes, skin intuitive. Exactly. Yeah. That I, I feel that. I like that. that, I like I that. Like, yes, I feel that.
0: We appreciate everything and all your information and everything that you've done. I mean, your before and afters are absolutely amazing. Where can people see all the work that you've done? Your incredible reels, your incredible Instagram. Where can mm-hmm. everyone find you?
1: Yeah. So my Instagram is just at enlightenedbeauty with no spaces or anything. And then also my website is Enlightened. And sacramento.com. Um, and I'm also on Facebook, Enlightened Beauty by Morgan. I would say that the, the easiest way to connect would be Instagram because that has kind of been my main focus. You know, I'm also on TikTok, but really, I just move what I make on Instagram straight to TikTok, you know, because that is the younger generation, right? And so, I still want to put that stuff out there because I've had some of my, you know, my intense before clients go, oh yeah, my sister found you on TikTok. I was like, what? Like, damn, now I really have to like, really be focused on that, you know? (laughs) Instagram at Enlightened Beauty would be the best.
0: And then before we go, my last question here is June is Acne Awareness Month. So what's the one tip you give people how they address your skin?
1: My number one tip would be to stop guessing and stop trying to figure it out on your own. You know, I think talking to a professional, a licensed esthetician would be my greatest tip. That person who I love and adore so much, this influencer said, use this cream, but they have different skin than you, or it could be, you know, something that's trending. This works for my sister, so let me try it, or I'm in Target and I'm like, whoo, this bottle looks pretty. The packaging, you know? So my number one tip would be, if you're dealing with acne or any skin issues, to just seek a professional instead of wasting money and then possibly doing
0: something that's going to affect your skin negatively love that
1: that is
3: great advice love
0: that (laughs) that is (laughs) very
3: very important
0: well thank you morgan so much for joining us thank you for all your great advice and everything and we look forward to talking to you more soon okay thank you so much A big thank you to Morgan for joining us today and talking about acne awareness and how to deal with acne. Also, I really enjoyed some of the tips that she shared, like using recovery balm when you have maskne to prevent maskne and also to brush your teeth. Make sure you brush your teeth if you have to wear a mask all day after you eat. Well, I like the one tip about the caviar cream.
2: When people are suffering from acne, usually they don't consider a cream as a product to use at home, but she's changed some of the concepts of acne. And we really want to thank her for actually showing us different ways.
3: And she does show us a lot of results. If you go to our social media, you'll be able to see her beautiful before and afters and making sure to use the correct peels in clinic and the correct products at home.
2: Basically overcoming the idea that acne can be treated in one session or just a few sessions. It takes time. Actually takes time to come up to the surface. It takes time to to get the results that we're getting with her protocols. It takes
3: time and just be patient. Also trusting your esthetician, your skincare professional, knowing that they know the correct treatment that you need in clinic and sending you home with the products that continue the treatment to get the results needed.
0: Yeah. And you can see all those results like you said, on the Lyra Clinical social media at Lyra Clinical, go check it out there. And if you have any questions for Francine or Metaxia, you can email us at skindepthconvo at layerclinical.com. That's skindepthconvo at But before we go today, let's talk about product of the week. What product should we highlight this week?
3: The entire ice line.
2: Yeah, it, it, we usually want to fo- focus on one, but on this particular topic, I think it's the system and using multiple products to help with acne is you know, a key thing to mention. Every one of those products on the ice line is there to benefit oily acne skin and the condition of acne.
3: The ice line has been formulated with a healing peptide delivery system to protect the skin as it delivers salicylic acid and benzoyl peroxide. We also are very proud of the fact that we do have Mestiha as is a potent anti-inflammatory to help with pigment dealing with acne and of course, our cultured probiotics. So as Metaxia is saying, it is a system that is complete and this is why you're able to get the results. It's not one treatment. It does take a few months to see those results.
0: And actually the ice line has actually won some awards, right?
3: Yes. From ASCP, the entire ice line has won the award. So it's very, very popular probiotics. Exfoliants, Healing Peptide Delivery System, and of course, Lyra's exclusive Mystica.
0: A big thank you to both of you again for all the great information. Thank you again to Morgan Cameron for joining us today. And if you have any questions, again, you can email us at skindepthconvo at lyraclinical.com. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time.
3: Lyra Clinical takes today's skincare to the next level. Using cutting-edge technology and the best high-quality ingredients, Lyra gives you brighter, healthier, younger-looking skin. With award-winning products, advanced education, and innovative skincare philosophies, Lyra Clinical is redefining aesthetics and offering superior products and treatments that produce
0: remarkable results. It's beauty from the inside out. Be bright, be beautiful, Lyra Clinical.